You're listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so glad you're here, as always. And like always, I have an amazing guest for you. Now, this week, I'm speaking with actress, dancer, singer, and now acclaimed author, Rachel Montez Minor. And we're talking about her latest children's book. It's actually her second that she's come out with, and it's called See You on the Other Side. So in this interview, you're going to discover the inspiration behind Rachel's shift from a two-decade career on Broadway and in TV and film to her second act, becoming an author. And I think you are definitely not going to guess the way this book and others came to her. It's so interesting. Um, And I love hearing it straight from her because you really get to understand her creative process and, and how she has brought this book and many more to come uh, to the page. So this is such a fun episode and a great way to better understand um, the creation of this book and the woman behind it. So um, not only, I think, is it going to be a balm just to hear her wisdom on life and listening to your own inner voice and your inner guidance system, um, but also why that's so important to do, especially as a busy mother. So I think you're going to love this episode. Um, I loved having it. We actually had a lot of technical difficulties trying to get this recorded. So that tells me it definitely needs to go out into the world. And I'm so glad that you're here listening to it. And you're closing that circuit from our creation of the conversation to you getting the benefit from it and sharing it with people that you love and that you want to uplift as well. So thank you so much for tuning in and please enjoy this episode with Rachel Montez Minor. Well, hello, Rachel. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm so happy to be with you today. Absolutely. Now, before we get into your amazing new book, it's your second book that you've come out with for children. Um, Before we get into all of that, can you give us a bird's eye view of your origin story and how the events in your life led you to a career in the arts? Oh, well, a career in the arts. I've been in the arts my entire life, but the kind of moving into children's books was very unexpected. I started dancing when I was two and danced my entire childhood. I was like obsessed with dance, you know, wouldn't come home until 10 at night from the studio and um, ended up becoming a professional dancer for 20 years and dancing in film and television and commercials and stage and... um, yeah, it took me all around the world, got into acting. It's actually how I ended up meeting my husband. I was dancing on a television show he was doing the music on. And then I, you know, turned around and I was 39 and, um, you know, wanted a family. So um, luckily we got pregnant and I had my daughter at 41. And while I was pregnant with her, um, a series of children's books just came downloaded to me in dreams, mm. like fully written. The titles would come first and I've always slept with the dream journal. And um, yeah, they just, I mean, the entire pregnancy, they were just, it was like a portal was opened. Yeah. And um, I said, okay, well, if the books came this way, it's, it's meant to be. And I, I just, I kind of prayed that, that everything would fall in. And I, it was, it was synchronicity. I got a literary agent and then there was a bidding war and here we are. My second book's out. That's amazing. Did you ever doubt that these downloads were, were truly from the universe, from a higher power? Or were you just like, okay, got copy that I'm on it. Like I'll make it happen no matter how it comes about, even though I'm having a baby soon. 
Yeah. Well, because of the way they came, like with the titles and fully written, I just knew this was my daughter's message to the world. And it was so crystal clear. And it was, again, it was kind of how dance chose me. Like I always knew I was going to be a dancer because it chose me. Like I, I feel like these books chose me. And I said, you know, this wouldn't have come to me if they weren't supposed to come out into the world this way. So I, I actually, I didn't doubt. It was, it was so clear. Mm-hmm. I the path and um, it was very magical how I got my literary agent. It was like my first dance agent in New York when I first got there. And she got me um, my first big show, The Producers. She said, I asked her if she knew anyone. And she was like, I only know one person. And they're like at the top of their game as far as literary agents go. And she said, if anything, she could just give you an honest opinion. So I really reached out to her just to, you know, oh, maybe she can just tell me next moves. And she was like, I would like to represent you. And there's going to be more and this is going to happen. So it was, I think when... When things come that clear, the universe is like on your side. And I've always told other writers this, like I, if a story comes to you, it is your story to tell. It's, yeah. it's like, it's like you've been chosen and it needs to come through you else. It's, 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 it's just going to never get out there. Yeah. And I think it's important that you say that too, because if you're not listening to that inner voice, that quiet voice, still small voice within, then the idea could go on to someone else. But for that moment, it is supposed to come through you. So you, it's your job to listen and to take action, inspired action. Yes. And I left out a big part of my dance journey, which was my body obviously started hurting at a very young age because I was a dancer. But the blessing was it led me to yoga. Mm. So when I was 17, I started practicing yoga because my knees were hurting me. Um, you know, I started point shoes very young, all the things. But that led me on this incredible spiritual journey. And I got certified to become a teacher when I was 28. And so I've always had a very steady yoga practice, a steady meditation practice. Once I became a teacher, I started reading all the kind of spiritual texts around yoga and why I was really attracted to it. Mm. So I, I, I should preface it by saying that I, I had been meditating for 20 years before this happened and having a very um, dedicated spiritual practice so that when this did happen, I, I, I listened. Yes. I think that's so important. And that's something I really try to hit home on this show is the meditation and the getting, even just having some quiet time with yourself so that you know that that is your higher self or that is God coming through. And it's not just fear or or negative self-talk or anything like that gets, there's a difference. And if you can hear that, I mean, a magical miracle, it, it comes into your life. It's, it's almost effortless. Yes. And I also think, especially for moms, I know how challenging it can be. I have a five-year-old now to find that the time. Yeah. And even if I don't get to class or even if I don't have to, you know, time to teach myself a class, I, every day I'm like, let me just lay down my mat. Even if, if it's after I put my daughter to bed, even if it's five minutes. Cause it usually turns into 10 minutes, even when you're tired. Yeah. You like trick yourself into it. Yeah. You don't have to like build up a sweat. You can just breathe in child's pose for five minutes and your whole day is changed for me anyway. And I crave it and I need it. Just taking that time to pause and take deep breaths. It's like, it gets you back to you, especially when you're giving so much energy out to a little one. Yeah. Yeah. And I know it sounds cliche, but even just taking that small amount of time fills your cup up so much so that when you do go into the room with your five-year-old, 
it's like you just got charged times 10. You know, it's like I took two minutes, but now I have hours more energy than I never would have had before. Yes. Sometimes if it's like a weekend or something, I'll just look at my husband and be like, I'm just going to take 20 minutes. And Mm -hmm. I just go upstairs and I just, even if I just do 10 sun salutations, it's like I'm a different person after. Yes. Okay. We could talk about this all day long, but I do want to talk about your book. See you on the other side. This is a book that delves into some pretty heavy topics, namely grief. How did you decide that this was going to be the choice for your second book? Because I know you said so many different books came through. Why this one? Why now? So The Sun, the Moon, and the Stars was the first one. And that was about our connection to the universe. Like you are the universe and the universe is you. We're made up of the same things as the sun and the moon and the stars. And we were actually going to have a different book as the second book. And then the pandemic hit. Mm. And uh, my editor really thought this was the time for it to help people in times of need. And I couldn't agree more. It it does cover loss, but it also covers um, any, I think, any challenging time, a time of change. Maybe there's been a change in family structure or maybe there's been a big move. The message is um, to open your heart and stay connected and tap into this power that love is endless. And we will get on the other side of it together. So it's really a tool for families in any time of need to come together and uplift and really tap into the power of love, which I think is so appropriate for what we're all going through right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's safe to say we are all collectively experiencing a challenging time. And um, it's so sacred just reading to your children at night. Yeah. And you can really tell this book is from the dream space. Like the, the way it rhymes has this, this melody to it. It feels like a warm hug or a warm blanket being put around you. It's so uplifting. And it, I, I just feel like the power is in the, the healing and the feeling of love when you read this book. Mm, that's beautiful. Oh my gosh. And just to have that out into the world, you know, every new person that reads that to their child, you're giving that gift. It's very, and I say this almost all the time, but it's very meta, you know, it's like that, that positive ripple effect. It's just continuous. I mean, when you were writing it and, you know, especially being a mother, did you, did you have any challenges that came up? I mean, the message is so pure and beautiful, but did anything surprise you? Did anything challenge you when writing this? That's such a good question. Um, because, you know, it came to me in a dream and when I wrote it down immediately, my heart just felt so open. It's such a heart opener. These words, it's the, the truth, the truth that uh, about our connection to the ones before us or, or to each other. It just, it just opens your heart and melts you. But then immediately after I was like, am, is something going to happen? Like when mm. I had this kind of fear of is, is, is there going to be a loss? Is there going to be, is something going to change? Um, but then I realized it, this could have been my grandmother sending me this message or, mm. you know, I was very close to her when she passed and um, I, I I moved through it, but it was that was a great question because there was kind of this moment of wait, why did these words come to me? <laughs> so I, out of all of, the, of all the books that came through, how many do you think there actually were that that you downloaded? Wow. Yeah, there's a series of seven that um, I'm hoping to start next, but there is another standalone book, so um, we need to decide that. Yeah. So it's, it's really exciting. I, 
I, I love that fear just came up because I do think when you first become a mom, like you, mm. you have so much love for this little thing that there is this kind of level of fear underneath of like, I don't want anything to happen. Yes. No, 100%. I used to think I was going crazy because I kept imagining all these bad things befalling my firstborn. And I'm like, why am I like worried about all these terrible horrible things. And I thought like, I literally thought I was going crazy. And then I was like, I think I just love him so much. I don't want anything to happen. So I'm trying to create all these different scenarios. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think they, I think there's always space for, um, for more. Like we, we think we, it can only be one thing, but it's this. And, yeah. and I was so grateful that this book came to me. And then there was also this moment of, and then you are so in love with your child, but there is also this, like we, but we can hold both. I think that's, that's life. It's, it's all of it. It's the whole container, the vulnerability, the strength, the love, the fear. Yeah. But I, without that contrast, right. You don't really appreciate the love. Yeah. But I choose love every time, every time. And I, I've had some people ask, you know, well, you had never written before. Like, how did you know this was going to happen? And I think again, like I just, I just chose. Yes. I was like, this is happening and this came through me and this is what I'm going to be doing now. (laughs) I love that. I love, I mean, it's so inspirational to see a person out there who does trust themselves so much, who is so in tune with their inner voice and, and the universe at large. And it's like, okay, well then I can, you know, I can trust myself more now. I can, exhibit that even if I've never made that a habit in my life well Rachel did it and look what's come of it that's that's so beautiful that I this idea of trust and that was like another thing in the book I really so important to me was to make it so inclusive so that like every family could feel seen there's um there's so many different races and even religious backgrounds because I think this is such a universal topic I wanted I wanted every family to be able to find its way through this. And also so many families have different beliefs around loss that I didn't, I, I, and I feel like this message is kind of, it's so universal. It's like above, it's like, it's like above it. The connection and the truth. Yeah. So um, again, I, I, I want families to trust that, that they're going to be able to handle any challenging time. But a book like this, having it in your library is going to be a tool to to help you connect to the truest part of yourself so you can guide your child through this. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and even if nothing has happened, just to have this as a primer, you know, you're you're downloading it to the subconscious of the child, you know, especially from ages zero to seven. I mean, this is crucial time for getting this kind of pure information to them. Yes, and even, you know, we have some spreads with animals you know, cause like that could, that could be, a, it doesn't have to be a huge loss. It could be, um, an animal. And our, our dog passed away when my daughter, um, was a baby. And when she read this book, she was like, Oh, that's like, yak. he's in the stars. Oh, yeah. They get it. They get it. Also gives tools for ways you can stay connected, like concrete ways. Like you can, you can make that recipe that your grandma made, or you can, um, if there's a move, like you can go to the beach, you can listen to the song. Maybe if, if, if someone's best friend is moving or if, if the family is changing living situations, you know, there's, there's examples in the book of things you can do to still stay connected. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so important. I mean, 
if you don't necessarily believe in an afterlife to be able to let that person live on, you know, through your memories, through your actions that day. I mean, no matter which way you slice it, like you said, everyone's different. Like it's still honoring them. Yes. And that time you spent together. Yeah. It's just, it's so sad, but at the same time, it's like, it's, I think it's beautiful that we're talking about it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so important and no one is immune to it. No family's immune to it. And I think especially in Western culture, we don't discuss it. Right. Um, I think in, in other cultures, it's, it's much more embedded and spoken of and thus not feared. So um, I would love to have more families, you know, if, if we can lean into our hearts, into the connection part, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be scary. Like this is a yeah. chance to reframe what this incredible rite of passage can be. And that also, I mean, they, there are guides and they're with us still. You know, on the cover of the book, there's like a hummingbird and, you know, even butterflies. There's always moments when I'm in nature where I, you know, I wonder if that's, you know, a message. Yeah. <laughs> like You're not see- alone. You're not alone in that. I think that's universal, too. Um, I mean, uh, that leads perfectly into one of my last questions, which is, what is your hope for this book when you were writing it, when you're sending it out into the world? not only the impact on the young reader, but just the conversations and the inspiration that it will spark inevitably. Yeah, my my hope is that this book finds its way into the hearts of everyone who needs it. Like that was my prayer for it the day it came out. Like I literally went to the ocean and I said, I just want this book to find its way into the hearts of everyone who needs it, every family who needs it. And I think it's really all of us. We all need a book yeah. like this in the library. And it was interesting. You said not just kids. The response I get from adults—it mm-hmm. is—it um, it almost has been hitting adults more than children. Children love it. They love the illustrations, and they—I mean, I've had people send me books. My daughter has been carrying the book to school. Like n- not my daughter. They're sending me messages. Oh. <laughs> I love the book, but um, adults just cry, and I'm like, oh, but 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 they're like, no, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's it's heart opening. And my hope is that all of the readers that do this, that their heart is opened and that we can all tap into that connection and love because that's really what we all need right now. I love that. I love that. And I truly believe that's why this book and the others came through you because you're able to articulate it so beautifully and, and it is authentic. Like that's clear. It comes across as so authentic. And I think for this message to get out, it needs to be through someone just like that. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, it's, it is interesting because I didn't set out to necessarily write a book about this. It, it did cho- choose me. And I, I do feel a certain responsibility because um, when families do any, any time of need they're going through, I think we can really turn to children's books when we have kids for, it, it's such a great tool to help, yeah. to help process feelings it's I mean it's like they the way children respond and I just hope this book can can really help families I love that I love that I think it is already and it just came out um Rachel if there were any final message that you would like to leave with the woman or man tuning into this right now um, what's something you want them to remember from this talk To, to trust and to listen to your inner voice and your guide. Oh my gosh, my little angel's right here. <laughs> um, 
because that's really how these these books came. And I think we do that by opening our hearts and again, like being vulnerable, kind of what we were talking about earlier. So I would say um, dive into your intuition, journey inward, let that be your guide on this journey of life, because you you really never know uh, where it's going to take you. And it's usually the deepest wisdom there is. So journey inward. Love that. I love that. Okay, Rachel, where can our listener find out more about you and get the book? Um, well, you can follow me at Rachel Montez Minor on Instagram. I also have a website, rachelmontezminor.com and see you on the other side is it's sold where all books are sold. I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, I'm with Random House, so you can either get it on their website or you could go to any independent bookstores or all of the big online stores as well. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking some time to speak to my audience today and for putting all of this hard work into your beautiful books that are no doubt going to help and heal people all over the world. So thank you so much. What an honor to spend this time with you. Likewise. You have been listening to the Motherhood Unstressed podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to share it out, subscribe, and leave us a review. Till next time.